0: CliffCentral.com. We got to get to George because he's he's online. George, how are you doing this morning?
1: Hey Gareth, and is How are you? Good.
0: good. Simpio and I are sipping tea with uh, Kelly Kumalo this morning, so we're good. What's happening, George? I was
1: I was met, and I'm sipping coffee too.
0: Okay. Good man. I'm are you? Are
1: you getting to, to get into great great this? Thing?
0: Are you, are you very particular about what coffee you drink, or because we've had this conversation now for the last two weeks, we're busy sorting out some stuff around the studio, and one of the things is a coffee machine. Are, are we very particular, very George?
1: Particular. Very, very okay. particular about my coffee. Um, I like coffee beans from Guatemala.
0: Oh, Guatemala, very nice. Okay, uh, I, where do you then, you buy? Do you buy those ones with the flag on them?
1: No, the the ones with the flag on them. Yes, the the, the Guatemala you can you can find in that one with a flag on it. Uh, Checkers sells yes. the Guatemalan coffee. Yes. As well. yeah, uh, I've got that. But I, I buy I buy my beans from a a, a little boutique coffee shop roast uh, in the south of Joburg Ooh. called Royal Coffees.
0: Okay, you are way fancier than me. Sorry, I just get mine at the supermarket. But uh, I thought I was in your it's league. The same but
1: price, same price. I promise you. Well.
0: It sounds way more fancy. So what's happening? Uh, what have you got to tell us this morning? I see that the speed cameras are back up and running in, in Gauteng, right? That's a big story.
1: Well, yeah, speed cameras are back up and running. So, uh, you know, slow down. Don't go over uh, 160 kilometers an hour. Don't go over 120 kilometers an hour because uh, you're going to get fine, number one, number two, if you go too fast. Um, you know, I've, I've seen I've seen them issue in the, years ago. I've seen them issue fines over ten thousand rand for uh, for speeding. Hmm,
0: that's hectic. And of course, over one hundred and sixty, they just arrest you. There's no talking yeah. about yeah, it. Yeah, it's
1: arrest arrest material. So don't just yeah. don't go there.
0: Okay, um, but of course, when I, I when I read the story earlier this morning, it seems to me that they're more excited about this because they can they can make some money. They can put some money in the coffers again. That's why they're excited, well, they're, not they're, because
1: they revenue coming back. I suppose. okay so um people that do weird and wonderful things um there's this guy in obviously in the u.s of a um who decided to build an upside down chevy pickup holy shit what why i I asked the same question why just because he can
0: So, are those their heads sticking out there? Oh, there's Wait, a windscreen and everything. Oh, my God. So, they're tires under what should be the top of the car. And let me explain this to people who are who are listening, not watching. The wheels are on the top. And in between the two front wheels, underneath the car, of course, it's the wrong way around, is a windscreen.
1: Sure. And
0: okay. The guys, I'm getting the guys, a
1: headache looking at this.
0: The, the guy's sitting, the, this must be the most, listen, if you drive drunk and this guy drives past you, you're going to be like, pull over to the <laughs> side. I'm going to call somebody. There's no way I can get home. I just saw that fucking car was upside down.
1: Right, George? Absolutely. Either you're going to see it's an accident or think it's an accident, or you're going to think you've like seriously been, your drink's been spiked. Um, so, uh, yeah, why people do that, uh, I don't know, but I suppose it's because they, they can and, uh, and probably because they want the fame. I mean, uh, they, they want to be noticed.
0: Okay. Well, it's, that's weird. That is the weirdest car I've seen in a long time. And you've shown us some pretty weird cars on this show
1: um and then uh formula 1 is happening next uh, next month the first race of the formula 1 season um now for those who are into formula 1 uh I, you know i think it's going to be quite a hot race um in terms of the the three top contenders really it's not going to be a runaway race by by any by any one don't think but what's interesting is um after the uh, the movie debuted um I, on formula 1 and they decided to fit what's called visor cams to the heads of the Formula One drivers to give viewers who, who watch Formula One a perspective as if they're in the car themselves. Ooh.
0: That's uh, these poor guys, uh, everything is already being watched. Now we, now we sit literally inside their cameras and in, inside their heads with them. You, know, you see things the way they see them. I think it might be really amazing, but it might also be terrifying because they, they, you, when you have that perspective, <laughs> and you see the speed from their point of view it's terrifying
1: well i mean if you if you just look at the or watch the race through one of these um, visor cams um you you realize how quickly these guys have to make decisions um and how quickly uh, the corner comes up on them and how um how fast they have to react to other cars around them you know when you're doing 300 kilometers an hour and uh and there's you know two three other cars around you um it's split second decisions it's not um it's not a case of oh should i go here should i turn left should i use my indicator these are really split second decisions that probably happen in the amygdala rather than the than the cortex
0: (laughs) yeah instinct it's got to be because otherwise you'd be dead
1: Otherwise, you'd be absolutely dead. Um, so, uh, um, so, so besides that, Gareth, uh, w- what you will hear on the Auto Trader podcast on Monday, mm-hmm. um, is our brand new 2022, um, Auto Trader, uh, industry report is going to be. Um, going to be launched or, or is launched, should I say already, but, uh, yeah. but what you'll hear about that on the podcast on Monday. And um, there's some interesting facts in this particular report. Um, you know besides user search or or visits growing to Auto traders platform there's a few trends that uh, that that seem to be emerging or and and we've categorized them into three particular uh buckets um the first trend is uh is this this phenomenon that's been going around for a long time called digital retailing you know where uh, where different companies are creating software for users to try and digitize the car buying journey as much as possible. And I saw this when I went to the to Nada uh, two weeks ago. And um, there's a mm-hmm. lot of preparation of digital retailing, which is almost like you can think about it. You know, Take a Lot is is an example of a company that you click and it gets delivered. Now, a car's not like that, but a lot of companies no. are trying. You want to you want to try.
0: You know, it's funny. We were talking about this the other day with the the CEO of, of Mercedes, who I know you've interviewed in your um autobiography series that you're doing. Um And we spoke to him and to Phil uh, from David Motors about there's there's always going to be a group of people who want to get into the, the car and test drive it, and they're always going to be a group of people who are happy to just click and buy, even with something as expensive as a car, because they already know what they want. And you know, if it's a reputable a uh, dealer, a good situation. Some people are happy to just, yes, I'll click on that. Let me get it. And you guys trade in cars every day, thousands of cars. So you see it fly like this. And that wouldn't happen if people didn't trust the system.
1: Exactly, exactly. But you touched on an important point there. You know, a car and, and a house for that matter, I mean, a house probably more so. A car um, is such a big ticket item that uh, the fulfillment will always happen inside a dealership. Um, you know, there are a lot of companies who think that they can take their digital retailing platforms to a point where you can click and then the car gets delivered. Carvano is an example of that in the US. And uh mm-hmm. and, and they're not doing so well right now. So so I, I don't think there's a world where us as human beings or consumers wouldn't want to at least see that car once physically before we sign on the dotted line. So all of the digital retailing platforms that are doing a good job digitize the process until that fulfillment point. And only at that fulfillment point uh, uh, does the digital retailing fade into the background because it's a big ticket item. You don't want to buy the thing sight unseen.
0: No, for sure. No, no, certainly. I think that's exactly right. But it's always going to be a little bit of of both. I mean, you know, you want the convenience. And I've seen some of these um, the, the websites of these dealers or on, on the manufacturer's sites too. I mean, you can literally... You could click and, and, and change the color of, you know, the, the mags on the, on the car and you could see what it would look like. In some ways you could say, Oh, well, this is even, even better than going to the showroom because you're going to see if you're buying brand new, you'll see exactly what it's going to look like, you know, with all the bells and whistles and you can get that immediate quote. And for some people, they want that instant stuff.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's a good example of digital retailing that doesn't fulfill the transaction. You're doing all of the digital retailing stuff until the point where you say, okay, I want that car. So you order it. Um, but you've still got to fulfill, go test drive the car. There's some physical stuff that you, that you do. The second trend that we're seeing is a trend of mobility as a service. Now, if you think about mobility as a service, think about um, not owning a car, driving it rather than owning it or driving in it rather than owning it. So mobility as a service. There's, there's, a, there's about a 30% growth in global numbers for mobility as a service. And this is renting a car or using ride hailing services. There's, there's 30% growth. In this category, um, which which tells us something about how the consumer is thinking. Uh, they don't necessarily want to get themselves into these long term deals of six years and taking the depreciation.
0: All right, what else you got for us?
1: And then very finally, the third trend is obviously the shift towards uh, EVs and hybrids, um, which I don't think is going to go away anytime soon. Um, there were 500 battery electric cars sold last year in South Africa versus 212 in the year before that. So there's this doubling effect of um, of new energy vehicles. Um, but, you know, if you want to go and read the whole report, which is uh, uh, which looks like that, um you wow. can go to reports.autotrader.co.za and go and download Bridget. it for free for yourself.
0: That's awesome, George. I think a lot of people be interested in what's in that report. It's always a useful thing to look through. And it also gives you a little bit a little bit of a barometer on the South African economy. You know?
1: Exactly, exactly.
0: People use car sales as one of the ways to figure out whether an economy is growing, shrinking, or doing okay, doing not so well all of that stuff. It's all at reports.autotrader.co.za.